0: Hello, everyone. It's Cole. I am uh, the youth pastor, Cole McGee. I'm the youth pastor at Redemption Church in Olathe, Kansas, and coronavirus is running amok, and we're stuck inside in quarantine. And uh, so we had this idea. We ha- we've had we already had episode one. This is episode two. We had this idea of getting uh, some of our alumni, our youth group alumni, back around and pick their brain, and talk about their life post-high school. And our second per, our second episode is right now, and we are we're going to bring on Colton Laptad. Uh, Colton is currently... Well, actually, I'll let Colton explain what he's doing. But oh, uh, I... yeah, <laughs> What is Col- what is Colton doing with this? <laughs> uh, but I want to first say, Colton, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're here. Uh, update us. What is going on with you? Where are you at? What's been happening the last few years? And uh, yeah, just give us a quick update on your life.
1: Okay. Um, Spark Notes version. I have about three more days of school, and then I'm done with my master's. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, I hate online school. It's not school. It's homework. I stand behind that. Um, so finishing up that. And then for the summer, going back to a camp in Wisconsin that they're still going to run, just everything's pushed back a month, called Honey Rock. It's Wheaton's um, kind of leadership development camp in the woods. Wheaton's a Christian Ironically, camp. that was your nickname in high school. What was it? Honey Rock.
0: Oh, was it actually? No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> I was like, if it was, nobody told me about it. Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody called you, Honey Rock. Hey, yo, is Honey Rock coming?
1: no keep going sorry i like that idea though i don't know what honey rock means um i don't
0: either urban dictionary tab open right now no don't no go okay uh
1: that and then so i'm living in arkansas uh, that's where i went to school john brown university um Mm -hmm. and i studied outdoor leadership ministries um and then i got my master's which is more of a business master's in outdoor program management um and not really sure if I'm job looking right now or not, because I kind of have at least the summer worked out, but that kind of depends more on, um, more so what my girlfriend and I decide to do. Um, hmm. We are almost engaged, as in no. have the ring. Um, she knows hey. I have the ring, so if she ever catches wind of this, we'll be safe. Um And trying to figure that out because, yeah, we don't really know where we want to live, what we want to do, and uh, when we want to do that. So there's a lot of uncertainty in the future.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, there's like, I don't know, post-college – well, not post-college, but late college. Probably, what, 22, 23 is like the most uncertain time of your life. You're just Uh like, I don't know. It probably comes around at some other point that I haven't hit yet. I'm at 35, so I probably shouldn't say your whole life, but at least what <laughs> I have experienced. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good. Um, okay, so Colton, I uh, have a question for you, for our students. What is one thing that you thought was going to be true about post-high school life that hmm. you have discovered it's just not true? <laughs>
1: Um, well, I'm, I'm probably speaking out of my current situation, but, um, I remember going to college. I was excited about, um, finding, finding kind of freedom and some space and solidarity to like, to be alone and to really solidify myself. Um, and I realized that those two things I don't love as much as I thought I would and that is having freedom um, and being alone sometimes, I'd say. Yeah, that's interesting, because like in high school,
0: your whole life is essentially engineered. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just... And you kind of don't realize it because you're slowly getting more and more freedom. And so every new thing of freedom feels, you know, like a breath of fresh air. But then once you kind of someone opens the fire hydrant and you have all of this free time and you get to pick your schedule and do what you want to do. It is a little, it's not what you thought it would be because Mm -hmm. with freedom comes, I don't know. What does it come with for you?
1: Yeah. Um, So recently with freedom, I don't know. I think about it. Like sometimes why I like shopping at Aldi more than other places is because I go to Aldi and I got to decide between strawberry or grape jelly. That's it, that's my only decision when I'm looking at jelly. But when I go to Walmart, I gotta decide against strawberry jelly, grape jelly, all these jellies. Um, And that's kind of where I feel like I'm at in life because yeah, my degrees open a lot of doors for me. Like there's a lot of jobs that I could try to go get. Um, I think my friends are pretty fixated on finding the perfect job where I think I'm more focused on finding the job that I can get. Um, A job? (laughs) Yeah. A job. Maybe that's just because it's, you know, people aren't hiring much right now. Couldn't tell you why. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this thing called a pandemic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I would, I thought I'd, I do appreciate the freedom. um, But I wish I had some more defining factors of what to do with it sure so it just takes a I'm lot re- more effort to figure out what the hell i want to do yeah yeah yeah. or what I should i'm i reminded
0: be. i'm reminded of a kierkegaard quote where it's like sorry man. where he said a kierkegaard quote where he said anxiety is the dizziness of freedom it's such Ooh. a great quote yeah anxiety the dizziness of freedom so good Such a good quote. Um, Okay, so you you go off to school. Uh, By the way, we're getting an Aldi near where our house is, which is very exciting. Uh, Hmm. Anyways, I don't I don't know if you know this, but I did not. uh, There is, so you go off to school and you're out in Arkansas. You, by the way, thank you so much. Lead our hiking trips. You do you (laughs) do a wonderful job with that. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. Uh, Coming, hanging out. That's such, so kind of you. But uh, I want to know, we, we talk about in youth group a lot. There's four ways of relationships that we have as human beings, probably more, but you know, four is easy to, as handlebars. <laughs> uh, our relationship with God, our relationship with ourself, our relationship with other people, in our relationship with our with creation or our future or our our existence in the world you know and um, i am curious because i feel as though uh high school to college those things drastically change mm-hmm. i mean they just your concept of those it's not even like they evolve I feel it as though they just completely get dismantled and you reassemble all the pieces together. It's the same pieces. It's just something totally different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So of those four, talk about, talk about your relationship with God first, but start with eventually get to that one first, but I want you to start with which of those really <laughs> changed
1: the most. Either the self or others one, I'd say for my for me, that's really what changed okay. The most.
0: Okay, we'll start with God and then work to those.
1: Okay, um, I was, I'm gonna say lucky enough to start asking and um, a lot of the hard questions in high school, um, which really I'd say helped me because I was lucky enough to be at Redemption, be with you. Um, where there is a safe place to ask those questions. And there is an invitation to explore um, and to have curiosity about my own doubts. So that was something I was incredibly thankful with going into college was that I I wasn't too worried about having a lot of questions because I wanted to have a lot of questions. Um, and I kind of wanted... Not not wanted to have a lot of doubts, but to some extent, yeah, I wanted to um, continually see things in a new way that I hadn't seen them yet um, or experience new ideas that I hadn't thought of about God. And yeah. so a lot of my faith in college and my relationship with God has, I'd say, become more integrated. Mm hmm. It's a good word. Where. I don't really know the last time I read my Bible on my own purpose or like on my own pursuit when it wasn't for school or for, cause I, I go to Christian university.
0: Yeah. That's a very unique thing. Cause I went to Christian university and yeah. it is very hard when I'm a pastor. It is really tough to kind of separate those things out. That
1: is, mm-hmm. that feels very weird. It's all yeah. like one thing, you <laughs> know, keep going. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I, so I had like, I'd say all my, all my, like, I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes for disciplines. Um, oh, I see him. Okay. I see him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You see him. Okay, good. <laughs> they kind of <laughs> fell to the side. So I'd be like, you know, the, the things you do to become a better Christian, read your Bible, do your daily prayers, um, those things started to fade away from me. But what I did find was that my faith and relationship with God had become more integrated as in, mm-hmm. I found myself just praying, um, without even really noticing it or, mm-hmm. um, praying more with others. Um, or even there's times where it's like I have recently really got into mountain biking. I'd, I'd finish writing and I'd just be like, thank you, Lord. Like that was a really, really good time. Um, as well as like all my decisions. Um, I've kind of noticed looking at through my lens of my relationship with God. Hmm. So yeah, I'd say that's my biggest change.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like the word integrated. That's really good. I think I, I came I remember kind of realizing when other people would talk about prayer, that I would do that all the time. I would just say, like, I, I I said, I carry it around with me all the time. Like, I don't it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not a, it's not a thing I turn off. It's almost like a lens with which I see the world. So, you know, do I pray for do I sit down and pray for people? No, but I carry around stuff with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And that I think that's just like this habit that I created, that now, Mm -hmm. the presence of God is almost a habit in my life, which is weird. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep going yourself and others, yourself and yourself and yourself (laughs) and your future.
1: Uh, I'll tackle myself and others. Okay. A lot of the friends that I've had in college have been unlike I'd say any of the friends that I've had, um, throughout the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, through high school I had, I was the person who had like three or four really close friends. And they were pretty introverted people um, that I could more so just exist with. But what I found in college is for the first time in my life, I found a friend group and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Just, my brain does not. That's so funny it's, it's so funny for you friends.
0: because like in high school, you were the guy that you were just like the Swiss army knife of relationships you could just float to any sort of group whatsoever but you say for your experience you never really felt well a lot of people
1: felt connected to you Mm -hmm. you didn't necessarily feel super connected i would say i didn't feel super connected i never once considered the possibility of the group so when i think about youth group in high school i think about man i have 27 cool unique individual relationships with these people yeah Uh, you know that are That's all very different. I never once considered, "Oh, we're a group of people."
0: Yeah, now you have like a quote squad.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I did air quotes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um So I, I yeah, I think I think because I don't have a family system here because I don't have my family with me to go home to. Um, in a lot of ways, I have felt the the beauty and the benefit and also the drawbacks of having my close friends be my primary support system. Yeah, that's good. You know, it, it's like I go home back when I was in high school and I could talk to my talk to my father or mother um, mm-hmm. or older brother um, or well they the brothers friends and I and I or you um, and I had this network of people who could give me pretty damn good answers um, yeah wait am I allowed to curse as long as it's not excessive yeah okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, just Keep going, have, I just had that moment of is he gonna have to censor this <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. and if I do I will <laughs> okay can you censor it I just I just want to be censored yeah, sure. I'll just, I'll okay, just put okay. beep. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That, that's how I want it. And I want you to have yeah. to make the noise too. Yeah, okay. So I think the benefit of having to rely on my friends um, to support me like um, emotionally and in life was good because I learned how to have closer people my age. I learned that I can't really isolate and hopefully have developed some skills that won't cause me to be that dad who's you know, got no friends, because I don't want to do that. Um, but I think I also felt the drawbacks of, yeah, we're definitely, I, I felt like we, were, we definitely were figuring life out together. Um, rather than having someone a little bit older than me guide me, um, we definitely had a lot more rocky moments. And there's definitely times where I had close friends, and I do have close friends, but they weren't there for me like like my parents were. Um, sure. So that was that was kind of weird and surprising. I think.
0: Yeah. I asked this question last last interview that I had. Do you remember the first time you got sick in college, oh, and God. you were like, "I'm really sick. Like, I think I might have the flu." And no one is here to care for me and I have to get my butt out of bed. I got to drive to CVS. I got to get some medicine and no one, like no one, no one's there to rub my back. <laughs> like, you just, you're kind of like on your
1: own. Like, do you remember that moment? Um, my moment like that came, came this last fall because I didn't really get super sick in college at any points. But this last uh, one, superior uh, immune system, Dwight Schrute. I know. I, I wish okay. I could say that. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Um, I got a a waterborne illness, Giardia, that lived in my intestine and my small intestine for like three or four weeks. Once I like got right back to school and it's during a huge life shift, and it just was the worst. I, yeah, I just I just I remember there is there is. And this was, this was this year. There is three or four times during that where I was just talking to Farrah and my girlfriend. I was like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go home.
0: Yes, I totally understand, man. <laughs> but yeah, I one time called my, the way at the time it was my girlfriend, Valerie, and I called her away from her parent. This is so embarrassing, but I called her. She was visiting her family and I was like, I'm sick, can you please come take care of me? And she left her family in Washington, Kansas and like drove to Manhattan and just like hung out in my apartment. Uh, (laughs) So it's so embarrassing, but like no one was there. It was like Christmas break or something. Mm -hmm. All my roommates are gone. I'm just sick in a room by myself and I have like the hardcore flu. It was bad. Yeah. Anyways. So that anything else with the relationship with others.
1: Um, not that I can really think of i the top of my head. Okay. Let's move to yourself.
0: How has your understanding of yourself, relationship with yourself changed post high school? Um. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. You were in high school. Um, you had this quirk, this personality quirk, okay. where you... No, it, it's I don't know it's it going. gone. It's a <laughs> low. It's a low key compliment. You have this on. like personality quirk where you were like one of the top students at the Northwest, and <laughs> no one knew. Like you didn't say it at all. Like you didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and you had this weird thing where like you, I could give you a book and you'd read it in a day and it's done. And like you are oh above average in sort of brain power, processing power, and like I. And you just never said anything. And so my, my question was, my question is, do you hold that back? Because hmm. like, why do you hold that back? Why don't, what is it about? Like, if you just come out, I mean, I know you don't want to brag, but at some point you, that would come out in, you know, the five years that I knew you. <laughs> and then it came out like your senior year. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh do are you now more aware of your like gift there gifts there?
1: Yeah, I think the reason that I didn't really tell anyone through high school that I'd never really gotten to be, and nobody really knew that I was top of my class, and, and until graduation, when people were like, "Why, why is he up on the stage?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is my favorite moment because. Like, they capped GPAs at 5.0, and um, people were confused because I was the first one to hit 5.0, and so they're like, why am I second in my class? Like, nobody knew who was there, and I really kind of enjoyed not telling anyone. Um, I know, you you kind of get off on that. Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I put it that way, but yeah. No, I'm absolutely putting it that way.
1: Um, And so it's really funny because there's like 12 of us tied for first place, essentially. And I had like an MIT engineer on my left and like a biomed person for like uh, Brown on my right. Um, And then just in the middle was me going to John Brown University, Northwest Arkansas, studying outdoor leadership ministries. Incredible. And I enjoyed that moment. Um It's so punk rock. (laughs) I love it. And I think the reason that I kind of um, never really talked about it is because I honestly know that all the people I was surrounded with in high school were legitimately in their IQ way smarter than me. Um, As in what I found in college is reading like thick and dense articles, I don't get it. I have trouble truly understanding um, that sort of depth. But what I think I've started to realize and embrace is that the reason that I seem to have a, like I have a decent IQ, but the reason I seem to have like a good IQ is because I compensated all with my EQ, my emotional intelligence. Um, and so I think the only reason I did well in high school and have like been able to get through college so quick is because whenever I take a test, I'm not asking myself, what's the right answer. I'm asking myself. Hmm. who wrote this test? Why did they write it? What answers are they looking for? You're gaming it. Absolutely. I, Yeah. I, and yeah, and sort of like reading books, I can pick up the concept, you know, really, I only read the first 50 pages and skim the rest because it just takes 50 pages for me to get myself in that person's shoes and then yeah. understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um, or even in college, like getting good grades on papers. Um, for me, I can write a paper quick and and turn it in because I kind of just have an understanding of what would interest that person to read. And so I ask yeah. myself, what's the easiest thing I could write that would interest that person? And I write that. Um, hmm. And so I think what I'm what I'm about ready to feel the effects of is that. As you said, gaming gaming school, uh, it, it works for school for sure, but I don't know how much it will work for life. Oh gosh, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that that's, yeah, but I mean until it runs out,
0: I guess like personally, but in terms of like job and stuff, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing: it doesn't work. Yeah, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Does not work? Oh, absolutely not. I have learned to throw uh, throw that one to the side. <laughs> yeah. Man, I just can't seem to like... People don't like being played. Hmm. Couldn't no. tell you why. No. That's weird.
0: Uh, okay, cool. And finally, like, I'll ask the, the last one in this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this where you thought you would end up? Exactly where you are right now when you were in high school. Is this kind of how you thought post-college was going to end up? <laughs> like
1: um i have no idea because i didn't really have any expectations of where i'd be yeah so i think i ended up here and i don't know if i'm super surprised that i'm here but i don't think i planned to be here at all um and i think a lot of that goes back to i think i think the most influential part of my life that has changed me the most has been my relationship with fan. And I think relationships are just very powerful things um, yeah. in, in changing um, who you are um, in, in a good way, I think in like a real and authentic way. Um, yeah,
0: especially a relationship where you truly love somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah i uh, I have a oh i'm sorry go ahead good no you're
1: good you go for it
0: i have a seminary professor who he says all the time he's like uh it is a insidious form of idolatry to think that you can know something or know someone Mm -hmm. and not be known by it yeah and uh that is the the relational aspect of everything we do in life there are so many things in our world that we can know and really not be known by it. But Mm -hmm. man, like, like fiance's, like serious relationships, marriage in particular, uh, that just runs out, like eventually that other person gets to know you, and you find yourself being changed by them as much as um, you are in some way changing the other person. It's very weird. Mm -hmm. It's like no one's no one has their hands on the wheel. (laughs) You're Like, where are we going here? Yeah. And it's a lot, a lot harder to plan life with two people than one. Oh, man. Someone's something's got to give at some point, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Final two questions. One uh, I had, how old is too old to wear your hat backwards?
1: We had a big debate about this. I don't think Okay, I'm going to put it this way. It's not an age dependent thing, it is a physical capability dependent thing. <laughs> because I Wait, think what? I think if you can play basketball, that moment when that when that old guy takes his hat, turns it backwards and drains a shot I don't care how old you are if you can play basketball or you can play any sport equivalent if you can play baseball so if you're in a softball league and you're 70 you can wear your hat backwards I like how I like how you think that basketball
0: uh, played out in like church leagues and like public parks is still played by men in the mid 90s wearing hats while playing ball
1: (laughs) I'm gonna be honest that's just cause (laughs) I can picture my father doing it (laughs) Okay, I was to say,
0: because the mid-90s people wore hats, but I don't think people wore hats when they play basketball. Yeah, know.
1: you're right. I just, he always said it's game time. Like, when I was beating him and he wanted to win, he'd turn his hat around backwards. I and mean, that, It was, it I mean was a movement
0: of intimidation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, and lastly, uh, one of the funniest questions I've heard in a while, uh, Reese actually asked it on the youth podcast. <laughs> he said, if Dora... If, is Dora really an explorer if she only seems to traverse mapped territories? <laughs> and what does this do to your picture of Dora the Explorer?
1: The thing is, I feel qualified to answer this. Yeah. I really do. Go for is, it. Is Dora an explorer if she's only traversing mapped areas?
0: and is the map the hero of the show now what (laughs) since the map is actually like personified like is is a, a thing is the map the hero of the show
1: i don't think dora is exploring the natural world that she's given however i think dora is exploring something else That's all I
0: got. Yep. Good. Good. Dude, Colton, I'm so glad you hung out. Thanks for, uh, thanks for talking. I'm proud of you. I'm grateful for you. And I hope that the, uh, I I said this, I've I've said this a lot. I think obviously other than the sickness and the, uh, God forbid the dying, um, no group of people has been probably affected more by the coronavirus stuff than uh, early twenties, college students and 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 post-college students this time is just like it's just devastating for you guys because you're trying to figure out what to do with your life and you can't you cannot figure that out in much the less world like you
1: know what they're doing with themselves
0: i know i know but like for me you know i kind of know what i'm doing it there's small things but i my basic structure of my life is still in place and so i uh i feel for you guys and so i'm i'm grateful you came on and i hope that this gets resolved for you soon so all right Thank you. All right. Uh, that is all for Colton. We'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. And uh, we have more alumni podcast episodes coming up. But in the meantime, make sure you check out The Ordinary Show, where we have students from our youth group on. And we're also doing this is actually cool, Colton. We're doing a Jordan uh, documentary podcast where we talk about the Jordan doc. Oh, it's and so good. Uh, it is so good. Oh, man especially the last two episodes, the pre- the last two, uh, where I felt like last episodes five and six really kicked into gear what the show is going to be. It was really good. Okay, we're going to end this thing. Peace.